Hello and welcome to the What The Heck podcast. I'm your host, Glenn. Every week I explore something unexplained, talk about what it is and look at what else it could possibly be. Research is done as academically as possible and references will be given after the stories. We're currently in between season one and season two, but I want to keep you posted on everything that's going on in between the seasons. As you can probably tell, I've gotten a new microphone. Hopefully, this means that the audio quality will be much better for the next season. I've already planned the next season's episodes, and you'll be pleased to know that the Creature Feature episodes are back in November after the opening week. Opening week will be themed this year as a little test of something I want to do in the future. It will be a little guessing game this year, and I won't tell you the theme right away. At the end of the week this update comes out, I'll be meeting with a friend who has experience in creating music. He'll be the sound editor for the podcast, which means that the very loud transitions, openings and endings should become a thing of the past, which I know that a lot of people have commented on, um, at least the people that have commented to me anyway, um, saying that they need to turn their headphones down or take them off when they switch to a new episode because it's very, very loud and I don't have any control over that. So there's nothing I could possibly do for that initially. But hopefully with a sound editor, I should be able to limit the noise of those openings and those endings so that everything will sort of be more streamlined and the... um, The volume will be similar all the way through. Together, me and him will be looking at themes for the sounds of the podcast as well. So hopefully we'll be able to add them to the podcast at the beginning of season two. But um, that isn't a definite right now. I still need to talk to him about the themes um, and get the thoughts that are swirling around in my head out to him so that he has some sort of idea of what sort of sounds he needs to be creating um it does also mean that the openings endings and the transitions will all change as well as the background music that you may have grown to love i don't know uh i know which ones i love and you can probably hear them in the episodes because i reuse a lot of the sounds that are available to me on my editing software at the moment um I've been looking into ads as well for the podcast, uh, but three weeks is a really short amount of time to negotiate with companies for ad space. Um, And because I don't have a huge amount of listeners every single week, it puts me on the back foot from a business point of view. So instead, what I've been looking at is moving from Anchor, who hosts my podcast currently, to Acast. Um, It means that I'll lose the editing features from Anchor, Um, which is a little bit frustrating because I've learned how to edit through Anchor, but uh, it does mean that there's a bit more learning to do. I have downloaded um, Audible. No, not Audible. That's not the word that I wanted. Uh, (laughs) Audacity is the word that I wanted. I've downloaded Audacity um, and I will be spending some time learning how to edit using Audacity. Um, and then it will all move to my sound 
editor who will then put the background music in the transitions and things like that um but in return for losing the editing features from anchor i will get ads automatically placed into my episodes for um for me so i don't have to negotiate with anybody the episodes will have ads in them they are usually very short ads um maybe 20 to 30 seconds um but it does involve income for me so it's it's a small price to pay to be able to turn this hobby into a career later on down the line um which works out for me and i know i've listened to a lot of podcasts i know that podcasts themselves can get really really annoying when there's a lot of ads involved in them i don't know what sort of ads we're looking at because my episodes are usually about 20 minutes long but for longer episodes like the vampire episode and the most recent episode the templar episode there would have been a lot of ads involved in that and i don't know if i can migrate the episodes across either so they may end up having ads put into them um but i i I couldn't tell you because I've not done enough research on Acast or how they integrate their ads into episodes. Um, on to next season. Uh, <laughs> the episodes for the opening week have already been researched and written. Um, I've spent a bit of time doing that. And because I finished the season quite early in terms of time frame, I had episode 55 recorded maybe a week before it actually came out. So I've had a bit of extra time on looking at and researching and writing um, episodes for season two. So they are all done and ready to go. I need to record them. Hopefully I'll be doing that within the next week or so. Sorry if you heard that. There is a car moving around. Uh, um... Yeah, so as soon as I've spoken to my sound editor and know what the plan is for background music and transitions, I will start recording um, the opening week for season two. Once again, like this year, it will be seven episodes, one a day in the lead up to Halloween, with the final episode of the week being Halloween, which is a Sunday this year. So the week will start on the Tuesday and it will run all the way through till the Sunday, I think. I don't know how it works. Anyway, it's not the point. <laughs> that You'll get a week's worth of episodes leading up to Halloween. All with a specific theme. So that is quite exciting. Um, in terms of social media, my online presence is going to be increasing relatively soon. And specifically for the next season. Um, I'm going to try and start posting more often um, to give you little clues as to what the next week's episode and creature feature are going to involve um, and bits and pieces like that. Uh, discussion posts will be involved, things like that, hopefully to grow an audience, maintain an audience and get feedback from you guys because I haven't had a huge amount this season. Um, I've spoken to a few people, including my brother, um, who did listen to all of the episodes and gave me a big essay on things that he thought could improve the quality of the of the podcast. And I've used a lot of that in this um, between season space. So I'm using a lot of what he said in order to update the podcast and go from there and see what happens. 
Um, and if I am increasing my social media presence, I will also be opening other accounts. So I'll have a Twitter account for more text posts. Um, so if you are a fan of Twitter rather than Facebook and Instagram, that will be available to you as well. Um, it does limit the things that I put for Twitter because there's a character cap and I can only post four images at a time. Um, but I will also be looking into opening a TikTok and a YouTube account for video posts. Um, so I will be visibly recording, me recording, um, so that I can put that onto a YouTube video so you can see me talking about the things that I've done. And hopefully I'll be able to sort out some PowerPoint presentations so you won't just have me chatting away for 20 minutes you'll be able to actually see images as you watch um and it will also hopefully get me more reach for more viewers and listeners patreon in terms of social media has been a real thorn in my side this year and it's really stumped me um because i don't know what i can offer you as listeners um, all of the transcripts of the episodes are going to be uploaded and I'm going to make them free because I don't think it's a really good trade-off for £3. I don't think it's fair on you um, as a listener and a fan to have to pay £3 to see what I have researched and written down when you can just as easily re listen to it for free on any, any way you get your podcasts. So instead, what I'm going to look at is seeing how far ahead of the release schedule I can get and then possibly releasing episodes a week early on the Patreon. And then if I've got enough time, I might release extra episodes, but the theme for those will be determined because I don't I don't know what else I can do or what time I'm going to have either. Um, and they will be paid for. Um, so they will be behind the £3 tier on Patreon. So you will have to pay for those, but it will be a reason for you to be able to get something of worth out of it. You can listen to an episode a week early um, and go from there. That might not work either. So it's a constant process for the Patreon because I still have no idea what I can offer you in terms of page content. Um, the transcripts will continue to be uploaded, but they will now be free. So you can go and look at those at any point in time, see what I've written down, see how different it is from what I end up saying, which actually isn't a lot because I tend to just read the scripts and that's it. Um, and that the option of, um, a week uh, episodes being a week early on Patreon is related to the sound edit editor. So it might not happen straight away, but when I start to change the Patreon, I will update the ending of the episodes because that's where I plug all of my social media anyway. Um, so hopefully, fingers crossed, that will be sooner rather than later. But as I said, I'm yet to have a conversation with the sound editor to find out what is possible and what is not yet. So that is on the drawing board for next season. Next season's episodes are going to change slightly. Um, instead of just having a random mystery and creature every week, I have actually split them into themes. Um, so main episodes this next season will be one of the following types. 
there'll be historical, true crime, scientific or unexplained phenomenon. Each of the themes has a long list of options and I did actually do a lot of research just to find different types of mysteries rather than just true crime or maybe it's a ghost or maybe it's a monster. So there's a whole host of different things that I'm going to be talking about this season as opposed to last season, which was just, I found a list of mysteries and I wrote them down and then I decided when they were going to appear. Um, And the same goes for the creature features as well. So there's a lot of creatures across the world that had to be split into a theme for uh, this year as well. So the creature feature episodes will be split between folklore creatures and cryptids. Um, As I said, I've done a lot of research in terms of finding mysteries and I have randomly selected the episodes and their placement this year. So there isn't a lot of rhyme or reason to where the episodes fall. You won't get a month where you have one of each type of theme. Um, Sometimes it's like three of one theme and then a fourth episode that's completely irrelevant to the ones previously. It's not themed at all. The episodes are just where the episodes are. Um, So, I mean, there are a few anniversaries this season and episodes that fit those anniversaries have been specifically selected to fit in um, as close to the dates of these anniversaries as they possibly can be. Finally, today, if you remember back to episode 34, I talked about the Somerton Man. Uh, He was found on a beach near Adelaide in Australia. And at the time of recording the episode, nobody actually seemed to know who he was Um, Although there were a lot of theories about who he might possibly be. In August this year, the results of a DNA analysis had been revealed. David Abbott, a physicist and electronic engineer at the University of Adelaide, and Colleen Fitzpatrick, a forensic genealogist who specialises in using DNA to solve cold cases, used hairs that they obtained from the Somerton man's death mask to check his DNA using archival records. Abbott revealed that the DNA linked the man to Carl Webb, an electrical engineer from Melbourne who had gone missing in April 1947. He's got no recorded death certificate, unlike his other family members. So the link to the DNA linked him to his own mother um, and could have linked him to his brothers as well but they went back further to find death records of these other family members and the only one they couldn't find was Carl Webb and his DNA matched them so one mystery from season one has been solved I wasn't the one to do it but that's a win really because I spend all year talking about unsolved mysteries so the fact that one of them has been solved one out of 55 isn't too bad well i suppose 54 because the templars were never really a mystery it was just really exciting to look at the conspiracy theories around them um but yeah that is actually everything from me for this week's update i should be back in about a week to give you a a few more updates of what i've been doing and what i've been getting up to in the in the gap between the two seasons um 
So, fingers crossed I'll have more for you next week. And uh, hold on until then. Thank you.